Hello everybody, thank you for listening or watching to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hey guys, thanks for taking the time to tune in today, new and old listeners and viewers. Tom, we said every week for the last few weeks it's crunch time, but it really is crunch time in the Championship and League 2 this weekend because mm. it's final day. It is final day. So we had all the drama last week of, uh, of the League 1 final day, which is amazing. And then we've got double dose this weekend, so Champ and League 2. So on the pod today, we're going to cover the Premier League as ever. Then we've got the Championship games and the League 2 games. So the Championship games all kick off on Saturday at 12.30 and the League 2 games will kick off uh, on Saturday at three o'clock. So each league gets its little time in the sun. Um, looking forward to this show. Worth saying that we are sponsored as ever still by our good friends at Matchbook. And you can still use the sign-up code TFB podcast during the registration stage of the uh, Matchbook sign-up and get yourself a £30 money back as free bet offer. So please do check that out. We'll talk about that a bit later in the show in more detail. And... Um, just touched on the trouble from last week as well, Tom. Lost by one team agonisingly. Uh, we'll cover that in more detail again later in the show, but that was, a, that was a real tough one to take. Yeah, it was. It was worth adding as well. Uh, we are aware that it is playoff season. We already had our first uh, playoff game. Uh, we will be covering the playoffs, but on social media only. More details to follow towards the end of the show. Yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, without any further ado, then, we'll dive straight into the Premier League, shall we? Um, three, no, four three o'clock kickoffs in the Prem. Uh, no early lunchtime Prem kickoff this week on Saturday because of all the championship games that are going off. Uh, Brentford Southampton is the first one we'll look at. 2.26 for Brentford, 3.6 for the draw, and 3.5 for Southampton. Any strong fancies either way for you here? I think that's the key word, strong fancy. Strong fancy is no. Uh, some people are starting to talk about Southampton and Brentford and Villa, who are all on 40 points, still being involved in this relegation battle. I don't see it myself, uh, to be honest. It's, you know, eight points from Everton. Uh, but Everton do have, you know, two games in hand on uh, two of those teams. Really weird one as well, uh, this game. I'm not quite sure I think if I'd stick my neck out I'd go Brentford but your words there of strong tip really put me off saying anything <laughs> to be honest with you yeah no I completely agree um Burnley against Villa then is an, is the next one it's a big one 3.15 for Burnley they're actually the outsiders for this one uh Villa the favorites at 2.54 and the draw is available at 3.4 uh, I was quite surprised to see Burnley, the home side, um, the outsiders are over two to one here, considering the form they're in. Uh, won three in a row since Mike Jackson took over, no losses in four. So, you know, they're, they're in really good form. They look revitalised amazingly since Dyche was sacked. So, yeah, I certainly won't bet against them in this game. Um, I'm either looking Burnley on the nose or if you want a bit more safety, Burnley on the double chance. So Burnley will draw at 1.63. Yeah, Burnley for me. Uh, really worried about Villa and how they're ending the season. You know, sure, they won their last game out 
against Norwich. Norwich essentially a championship side, uh, having confirmed relegation. Previous win was away at Leeds. Leeds already had their issues. And then uh, a win against Southampton. But apart from that, it's been pretty grim. Four defeats in a row before a draw and a win. Uh, One win in their last six. Like I'm really worried about how Villa are going about uh, the end of the season. They seem to have, you know, completely stopped all the good stuff under Gerrard. I think this is a great opportunity for Burnley. Great opportunity. And uh, yeah, I'd be backing them. Same as you, mate. On the nose and maybe double chance if we wanted to be a bit more careful. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Chelsea Wolves then up next. 1.37 for Chelsea, 5.4 for the draw and 11.0 for Wolves. Uh, Wolves really ending the season on just a bit of a bleh, aren't they? Mm. Um, Four losses in the last five Premier League games, including the last three in a row. No goals in the last three consecutive games either. Um, So even though Chelsea aren't in the greatest of form, I don't expect from what we've seen from Wolves, you know, over the last few weeks, I don't think they'll get anything at Stamford Bridge this weekend. Yeah. Uh, one to avoid, I think, just terms of the price and the, the risk involved. But yeah, Chelsea not firing on all cylinders, but a similar assignment uh, against West Ham in their last home game. They won that 1-0. Similar assignment in uh, the FA Cup as well when they beat Palace 2-0. Uh, you know, obviously they've lost some games along the way. Um, you know, the Everton result is sticks out, but also draws against um, United, a loss against Arsenal, <coughs> losses against Real Madrid when they're playing higher quality teams. That's when they seem to be coming unstuck. And like I said, that Everton result aside, they still look like they're capable of beating the lesser teams, but not really worth the risk, I don't think, at that price. Uh, finally then for three o'clock, Palace against Watford. Palace available at 1.71. The draw is 4.0 and Watford at 5.9. Uh, Watford not yet mathematically confirmed as down, but pretty much as good as. Um, this weekend will surely seal it unless they get a win against, against Palace and other results um, go their way as well. But no, five losses in a row for Watford, seven in the last eight, conceded at least two in each of those five losses. Um, it's just going down with a whimper, really. The teams they played, Burnley winning, as we saw last weekend, until late in the day, then shipped two goals late on to a relegation rival. What does that show you about the fight to stay up? Not, you know, It's not good. They've lost to Leeds recently as well, 3-0. Brentford, 2-1. Um Hodgson said he's leaving at the end of the season. It just all it's always dwindling down into just a bad season, isn't it? <laughs> all in all. Yeah, it's just inevitable. The whole thing is just inevitable. That's how I'd sum it up. And yeah, I'm very, very, very hot on Crystal Palace this weekend. Um, you're looking at a team bottom of the form table with three points out of eight games uh, for Watford. And you're looking at Palace who have got 12 points in those eight games. Uh, They've got more points, uh, well, the same points, sorry, as Arsenal, more points than Manchester United, uh, more points than Leicester, West Ham, Wolves, Southampton, a lot of teams, a lot of teams. And they've played really well at times. There have been the occasional result that for sure puts me off. But also there's a bedrock to kind of go on from here. Uh, They've got the seventh best defence in the league, Palace. They've been really strong all season. 
at home, it's it's a, a mixed bag. You know, it's smack bang in the middle of the table. So maybe we'd want them to be a little bit stronger at home. But this is also, you know, based on how bad Watford have been. Uh, Tom, you summarised it perfectly. They're as good as gone. They're only a point ahead of Norwich, who, you know, everyone talks about being, you know, an absolute lost cause. And uh, yeah, I fully, fully, fully expect Palace to get a win. Also, it's worth noting, uh, Eberieze back, one of my favourite players in the league. I, I think he can use these last couple of games to almost as a competitive preseason and a springboard for next season. So uh, yeah, watch out for Eze's impression on this game. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brighton Manu up next. Then this is a five thirty kickoff. Two point nine two for Brighton, three point five five for the draw, and two point six for Manchester United. They're the favourites. Um, I was looking at this game, and it's quite a tough one. I think on the face of it, it's you've got a, a, not a particularly great away side in Manchester United. Uh, they've won just two of their last five away games. Um, Brighton haven't won at home since they beat Brentford in December. So their home record is really poor, despite the fact that we've seen them go away to Arsenal, to Spurs, to Wolves in recent weeks uh, and get results there. So away form, tick, great. At home, not so much. Um, Manu have won the, the last seven consecutive meetings between the two sides as well. So all in all, I was looking at that, and I was swaying towards the Manchester United side, but it's not a very strong sway, to be honest. Yeah, I, I'm just going to go down the route of both teams to score. I think 1.76. I've been impressed with Brighton. Uh, I think I described them as bookends last week. Uh, good start, terrible in the middle, and then you know, good start, uh, good end. Sorry to the season. Man United. We've spoke numerous times about their. Uh, defensive record. We got a worse defensive record than Aston Villa, Burnley, Brighton, Crystal Palace, and then obviously all the teams you'd expect. You know your uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, etc. Uh, yeah, so fully expecting both teams to score here, and I'm I'm not ready to start picking who's going to win this match. I'll be honest with you, Tom, but both teams to score for me one point seven six with matchbook. Okay, and finally for Saturday, Liverpool against Spurs. Liverpool priced at 1.47. The draw is 5.2 and Tottenham are 7.4 to get the victory here. We've seen in in midweek, Liverpool overcome Villarreal. They're into the Champions League final. The quadruple is well and truly on. Uh, A chance to crank up the pressure on Manchester City a little bit more as well because if they win this game, they'll overtake them in the league with City still to play their game on Sunday. Um, Something I was looking at here, only once in the last nine meetings between the two sides have Liverpool failed to score at least two goals. So it's a good stat. Historically, Liverpool done pretty well in this fixture. And it would surprise me if they didn't get another win again. Just the form they're on, isn't it? It's it's so good. They just look unstoppable now. Yeah, best team in the world at the moment. I think we have to say after Man City's collapse against uh, Real Madrid, I think we have to give that to Liverpool. They haven't lost at home all season. Obviously, this is one of the, if not the biggest tests that they've got left. I think they've got to play United at home. Um, But yeah, I would say um, that Tottenham is a more difficult game. 
I definitely think Spurs need to be respected going forward. And so, you know, with Son, I think he's kind of, I don't know if Son's ever under the radar that much, but I don't think he's getting as much coverage and praise for his exploits at the moment um, than he deserves. I'm going to back Liverpool in yes. So that's Liverpool to win the game and both teams to score, which is 2.94 with Matchbox. So I think that would be my tip. And on the subject of Liverpool, uh, just want to bring your attention to Matchbook's best industry price for the Liverpool quadruple. So that's mm. the Premier League, the EFL Cup, which obviously they've already got in the bag, the FA Cup and the Champions League. So Liverpool to sweep all four trophies. It is the best industry price at 7.6. You can use your sign-up offer on that bet, no problem. So the TFB podcast code is going to get you a money back as a free bet sign-up offer. So if you deposit some money into there, 30 quid, for example, you lose that bet, you will be able to reinvest something as a free bet, um, and that money won't go to waste. So if you wanted to put 30 on this with Matchbook, it's going to return £198 profit. So, yeah, best industry price, 7.6 of Matchbook for the Liverpool quadruple and 2.94 for them to win and both teams to score this weekend. Yep. I like it. I like it. Right. Roll into Sunday then. Arsenal versus Leeds kicks us off. The Gunners are 1.48. The draw is 5.1 and 7.4 is the price for Leeds. I'm starting to worry about Leeds, mate. I'm really yep. starting to worry. Yeah. Um, you got a tough end to the season, tough remaining fixtures, including this one against Arsenal, you know, you look at Leeds' form and to be fair to them, it's it's not that bad. Um, in the last six games, they've won three, drawn two and lost one. And that loss was against Manchester City. But I feel like with the teams below them, like Burnley and, and Everton, starting to pick up points recently, um, it's really sucking them in. They're really having to start to look over their shoulder now. And with their running, uh, yeah, I worry about them. I don't think they'll get a result away at the Emirates, considering the form that Arsenal are in. Um, we've seen them beat Chelsea, Manu, and West Ham United now consecutively. So they're really ending the season strong in their, their push for that fourth spot and getting in the Champions League. Uh, it would be it would be a surprise if, if Arsenal didn't win this game. I think with Leeds being still fairly flaky at the back, uh, it, it surprised me if Arsenal didn't score at least two. Can I see Leeds scoring two at the moment past Arsenal? Probably not. I agree. I'll be honest with you. I don't have a lot more to add there. Um, You've pretty much read my entire note sheet on this game. Uh, Yeah, Arsenal for me, a comfortable home win. Uh, Leicester-Everton then. 2.64 for Leicester. 3.4 for the draw. 2.94 for Everton. Uh, We're recording on the Thursday night. We've seen Leicester have just been knocked out of the uh, Europa Conference League away at Roma. So semi-final heartbreak for them there. And pretty much season over, you'd say. You know, not really anything to play for in terms of the Premier League other than final placements, a, a position or two here or there. Uh checking that's going to play into Everton's hands? Well, they need to because they've got two stats for you that are absolutely uh, going to blow your socks off, to be honest with you. <laughs> So their last away win, Everton, in the Premier League was in August. 
And their last point, their last point in the Premier League was December. That's on the road, all on the road. So, sure, yeah, the narrative in terms of what Leicester have gone through and the kind of, you know, the disappointment, the heartbreak, season's over, what's the point, all that kind of stuff. Sure, that's going to help Everton, but I'm not in a position to be back in a team that hasn't won away from home since August. Um, can it happen? Yes. Well, I, will, I, I will back them to get at least a point. I think draw or okay. Everton on the double chance, 1.57. Yeah. I think we've seen in recent games from Everton against Liverpool and Chelsea, they've started to be a bit more gritty, tough to beat. You know, Richarlison's, they need Richarlison to be on form. He's really their talisman right now. He's going to be the one who picks this team up by a scruff of the neck and drags them to safety if anyone's going to do it, I think. So, um, yeah, I could see them getting a draw out of this. Maybe a win if they're lucky. Yeah, I could see them maybe getting a draw. But do you understand my... My yeah. situation, yeah. I, I've seen, I've seen yeah. improvements, but yeah, like when I hear those stats, it. I know it's a different manager and everything, but it's the same group of players, and clearly there's something they don't fancy away from home. So I'm yeah. a bit unsure, but I respect your double chance. Uh, Norwich against West Ham, then Norwich four point six for the win, three point eight five for the draw, and the Hammers one point eight six. So similar to Leicester, we've seen uh, West Ham go out in the Europa League to Eintracht Frankfurt on Thursday night. So, yeah, disappointment there in the semi-final for them. Uh, what was it with Aaron Cresswell getting these red cars in the Europa mm. League? Like some kind yeah. of saboteur. Yeah, I don't know. Must must have had a bet on. Actually, sh- I shouldn't say that before he gets investigated and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, gets in big trouble. Um, anything from this particular game? Do you think West Ham have got enough about them to bounce back? Yeah, I do. I do. So West Ham lost four in a row uh, and no wins in five. But I'm going to back them to be uh, Norwich. When you have a look at the games here, so the West Ham uh, Burnley game, obviously that was uh, Mike Jackson's first game, I think. Maybe first game. Um, one of them anyway. Uh, they got a draw. West Ham pretty unlucky in that game. Uh, they lost to Chelsea. No disrespect there. I don't think Chelsea's still a good team, as we mentioned. Lost against Frankfurt. That was disappointing, but now we're, you know, we're looking at a European finalist here. We've got to put some respect on Frankfurt's name. Lost to Arsenal. Arsenal been really impressive. We've been talking about how much we like Arsenal. And then Frankfurt again. So those standard of teams, Burnley aside, absolutely miles ahead of what Norwich have to offer. Norwich, last home game, lost 3-0 at home to Newcastle. Another team who they're playing with a lot more freedom and they're enjoying that. And Newcastle obviously coming, you know, uh, sorry, West Ham coming in on a bit more of a downward trajectory. But I fancy West Ham to go there and get a win. Norwich are a championship side. And if you told me, you know, West Ham were away at, uh, I don't know, Huddersfield, Luton, Sheffield United, maybe even Forest, I would say you know, West Ham are favourites and they can go there and win. Yeah. Um, finally then, Man City against Newcastle rounds us off with the 4.30 kickoff on Sunday. 1.2 for City, 8.0 for the draw, 17.0 for Newcastle. Um, obviously, mentally, 
Man City have got got to get over the defeat at Real Madrid in the Champions League. Uh, it would be a surprise, considering this game is at home, if they didn't get a victory against Newcastle. Um, be very interesting to see their bounce back ability. Obviously, the Premier League is the last thing they can they can win now this season. Um, so I'd expect them to win, but I, I don't think I'll be touching it at one point two to be honest. No, too short, but I do expect them to win. Um, yeah, for sure. Right then, that wraps up the Prem. Let's take a moment to talk about our sponsors at Matchbook and how you can take advantage of that sign-up offer one more time very quickly and then we'll dive into the Championship and League 2. Yeah, TFB Podcast is the promo code you're going to need to get that sign-up offer. There's a few terms and conditions, but make sure that you give it a go. Matchbook have been great partners all season, fantastic product. Thoroughly recommend that you check it out. Uh, So just one more time, TFB podcast to get up to a £30 back as a free bet if your first bet loses. Yeah, do check that out. Um, Right then, Tom, championship. Get us kicked off, final day. Yeah, let's... And that's about it, really. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Not too much excitement, really, in terms of, you know, relegation and automatic promotion, Um, unfortunately for... Us Forest fans, but we will be in the playoffs, which is exciting. Uh, I'm having a look at this Bournemouth-Millwall game. Now, Millwall are are kind of, they're the outsiders here in terms of the the playoff picture, but they can mathematically do it. They really can. Mm. Uh, They need a few things to go their way for sure, but they can do it. I'm having a look at Millwall double chance. Um, I think they can go there and get a result. Uh, the price is 1.85 for that. I am conscious that the draw does nothing for them. So I am also inclined to go for them on the nose. And Millwall on the nose is a juicy 3.8. I, just, I mean, you can, you know, I'm a Forest fan. You can say this is sour grapes, whatever you want. But I encourage you to go back and listen to pods when We've said all season that Bournemouth have got to be one of the most unconvincing automatic promoted sides in a in a long time. They've they've very rarely put together a great run of form. It was the incredible start that propelled them into this position. And since then, they've they've been around the playoff side. Their points per game has them around the fifth and fourth mark. And Millwall have done well. They've they've given themselves a bit too much to buy off, I think, um, but they're the kind of team that's going to go for it and who knows with Bournemouth what kind of mindset they'll be in. They can't win the league, they're promoted, no issues. So yeah, half an eye on Millwall uh, at 3.8, more of an eye on that, on that double chance. Yeah, I think it's worth a punt, isn't it, the price, like you say, yeah. considering that Millwall have got everything to gain from, from this game and Bournemouth probably have been on the beers having a secure promotion in midweek against Forest. So you'd be hoping yeah. from, from a Millwall perspective, they're not quite on it after uh, after they've achieved what they need to achieve. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, Luton at home to Reading, I'm hoping, hoping, I'm hoping Luton are one of the more stronger picks uh, in the championship this week and should win this one fairly comfortably, I hope. I could see a, a steady 2-0 to Luton here. Uh, 1.52 is the price for them to win. Um, ideally they need a win to secure their playoff place 
And I think if you were to pick teams from the league to play, I think Reading would, would be in your top five. 100%. You know, home to Reading on, on the final day, if you, if you need a win to guarantee a playoff place. They've won seven of the last 10 games at home, drawn two and lost one, uh, just losing to QPR. Uh, and we've seen them beat some decent teams at home, like Forest, uh, like Preston, tough, tough team. They've beaten Bournemouth as well at home in 2022. So it's, it's a tough place to go, as we know. Um, and I expect them to get the job done against the Reading side who have secured survival. They've won just one away game in their last six anyway, so not particularly strong travellers. Uh, and yeah, I can I can fully understand why Luton are, are as short as they are. Yeah, for sure. Great opponent for Luton. All the pressure on them. The only thing I'm thinking of is a different narrative than what Nathan Jones likes to drive. He likes to drive the us against the world. Uh, we're the small fish in the big pond. We've got the small budget. No one expects anything. We're doing our best. And when roles are reversed, I feel like that's a big challenge for them. Um, so, yeah, uh, interesting to see what happens. Tom, potentially, potentially price of the weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Tom, if I told you you can back a team that's won the league, they've scored, they've won seven something, they've scored seven on three occasions, they've scored six on two occasions, they've scored five on three occasions and four on four occasions, and you can back them at 3.85, would you be interested? I would, but yeah. It's a massive price, isn't it, for Fulham? <laughs> but- it's huge! Like, it is, like, abnormally huge. I think it's all on narrative because Sheffield United, yeah, Fulham won the league on the booze, whatever you want to say. Sheffield United got to lock up that playoff spot. You know, they need something from this game. But, like, just look at the two sides. Like, Sheffield United, these are their last six results. A win over QPR, and we mentioned that QPR are kind of on a big tailspin. Season's gone. Uh, kind of non-event. Beat Cardiff 1-0, unconvincingly. Drew to Bristol City, just mid-table. Lost to Reading at home. Drew with Bournemouth and then beat QPR again. Like, it's not exactly leaping off the page. The the caveat I will say is that Fulham have been pretty rotten away from home. Uh, the last kind of five, six. It not been good at all. But I I can't I can't not read it out. Does that make sense? Like yeah, we've got one, and we've got the greatest ever championship striker on forty bloody whatever goals it is three point eight five. They are all you need is Sheffield United, you know, to get the willies and and not turn up, and Fulham will will capitalise. Then you're walking away with a three point eight five winner. It's massive. Mm, it is. It is, and like you say, it's completely on narrative. If this wasn't the last 100%. game of the season, and and Sheffield United didn't need to win to, to secure a playoff spot. It, they'd be nowhere near. The Absolutely nowhere near. I have to read it out. I do. Yeah. Um, okay, next one for me then, talking about the playoff picture. I think Middlesbrough should get the job done away at Preston at 1.7. It's a little bit shorter than I'd like it to be, to be honest. I'd like to see Middlesbrough a little bit more towards the, the evens mark. But again, it's all a narrative, I think. Uh, Preston, not particularly the easiest place to go in the league, but... They're um, very kind of hit and miss form-wise at the moment. And Middlesbrough do need to win to give themselves a proper opportunity of getting into the playoffs and hope their rivals slip up. 
Um, we've seen them win the last couple of games, so they're starting to recover a little bit of form that they lost kind of over the last couple of months during, what was it, like March time in really dodgy form. Um, yeah, so I think they should get the job done, but because of the narrative and the need for them to win, the price is shorter than I would have liked. Yeah, just something that we got to live with, isn't it, on the, uh, on the last yeah. day of the season, I think. Yeah, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of prices are driven, as you said, by the story and what people need and their, you know, deemed desire to win. You know, we, we yeah, don't know. You can get some, you can pick up some good prices. If you can, if you can call, because what are the chances that, you know, Luton win, Middlesbrough win and Sheffield United all win? Because they all mm. really need to win to give themselves a chance. And Millwall, yeah. and Millwall of course, Millwall are a bigger price so anyway. But, you know, you're looking at a minimum of 4.0 for even a draw for the opposing teams. So you think surely someone's going to get the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. 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 Some, someone's going to drop out sure, or, you know, not turn up for sure. I am with you, mate. Yeah. Uh, Swansea. Let's talk about them and QPR. They play each other in a pretty much meaningless game. Um, I don't have a price at the moment. Matchbook still building this market out. Uh, but Swansea to win and both teams to score is my tip. Uh, so Swansea, they, they've only won one in the last six. But I tell you what, there's there's been some absolute ding-dong affairs. 2-1, 1-1, 4-4, 1-1, 3-3, wins, some draws, and a loss. And uh, yeah, they've been a lot of fun. Michael Obafemi and, and Perot up front look fantastic. Obafemi in particular. As I said last week, he's on my short list for championship top scorer next season. I'm going to be checking out his price. Um, they're playing against a QPR team who have won one of their last six. That was a game when they needed to beat Derby to pretty much cement Derby's relegation. And I think you know the playoffs were a distant dream, maybe. I think mm. it wasn't mathematically done. So... Yeah, pretty much apart from beating Derby, who are obviously going down, uh, they haven't been good. And I can see Swansea having some end-of-season fun in the sun. Yeah, I had a similar tip. I was going to go for just generally over 3.5 goals at 2.4. Yeah. So I think yeah, this yeah, is going to yeah. be an end. Yeah, like you say, Swansea, wherever they go at the moment, entertainment seems to follow, whether it's in the opposition net, their own net. Yeah, goals all over the place. So I think it's going to be a similar story here. Swansea probably getting most of them, but uh, yeah, maybe QPR are going to want to give Brett a good send off in his last game. They're going to go out. He's going to say, you know, go out, try and score some goals. What will be, will be. Yeah. Let's make it a fun one for the fans or whatever. Memorable one. Yeah, I think it's going to be an entertaining game. Yeah. Uh, any more in the champ for you? Because I'm pretty much done here. No. Uh, feels really weird, but down to League Two. Yeah, down to League Two. Um, obviously, the final automatic promotion spot is still to be decided. Northampton currently occupy it, but a few teams can make it uh, if they win and results go their way. I think we've got here the shortest price team um, <laughs> that I think I've seen for a long time in League Two, which is Bristol Rovers. They're 1.15 to win Insane. at home to Scunthorpe. So um, obviously I, I think Bristol Rovers will win. We've got an extension to that. But yeah, Bristol Rovers need to win 
really just to get in the table up now as we as we record. Bristol Rovers currently sitting fourth. They're level on points with Northampton. Uh, they've got a goal difference which is worse by five goals. So Bristol Rovers need to better Northampton's results, who are playing away at Barrow. And if they don't better their result in terms of uh, you know Northampton win and Bristol Rovers win, Bristol Rovers have to win by a bit of a landslide to overturn the goal difference deficit. Um, so I think Bristol Rovers will win. I'm going to go for the half-time, full-time market because Bristol Rovers is going to go out and try and score as many pass up as they possibly can, I think. It could be a bit of a landslide anyway, uh, without the need for it to be a landslide. 1.5 is the price for half-time, full-time Bristol Rovers. Nice. I have an extension on that. And it's Scunthorpe to win. No, I'm kidding. Of course it isn't. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Bristol Rovers minus 2.5. Um, hmm. That's 2.3. So just a shade over evens. Um, I wanted to maybe look at minus 3.5 as well. Matchbook just building out that market as we record. But yeah, you. I mean, you've just read out all the Bristol Rovers stuff, so I'm not going to repeat that. On the Scunthorpe side... They've basically moved on 90% of the senior pros just to one side and said, you know, we, you're not in our plans next year. You're going to leave. There's no point playing you for the last couple of games. Uh, and I'm sure the players who are probably after moves away are happy with that. So there were nine players who were no older than 20 playing in Scunthorpe's last game. So they are essentially playing a youth team. Uh, Bristol mm. Rovers as well, so something to uh, just to add um, to that tip. Let's talk about Mansfield. I'm back in Mansfield, Tom. They are in one of those positions where they've got something to play for. They're a point off uh, Northampton, so obviously they can seal that automatic promotion position if a few things go their way. They are playing against Forest Green, who are basically chasing the title for the first time since, I think, the third or fourth game of the season. They are not top. It is absolutely incredible that they're not top at the moment. But that's the reality. They went from being talked about as one of the best League Two teams in history by opposition managers, not even us, opposition managers, to now being, you know, second position and, you know, maybe ruining their legacy a little bit of uh, of how good they could have been. We're looking at a mm. Forest Green team here. In their last eight games, they've got less points than Crawley, Colchester, Swindon, Mansfield, Salford, Northampton, Port Vale, Sutton, Leighton Orient, Bristol Rovers and Exeter City. Like They are essentially a mid-table team over the last eight games. And I'm going to treat them like one because Mansfield at home have been absolutely incredible. They've got the joint second-best record in the league at home. It's an absolute fortress. And they've got something on the line. Forest Green, you know, just not the same at the moment, uh, unfortunately for them. I'm back in Mansfield at 2.06 to get the job done. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree with that. I had that one myself. Um, next one for me. I'm going to give Sutton another chance. Big oh, God. Oh, Christ. My Here head's gone. Here we go. So, last week, Sutton cost us 
the treble to let us down for I think it was about what was an eight point eight point two was the treble price something like that. Yeah, something like that. Or made that up. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so they let us down anyway. Cost of treble. I'm going to give them another shot. They need to win this game. Uh, they're away at Harrogate. Harrogate got nothing to play for. Uh, generally pretty inconsistent in terms of their form. Sutton, yeah, just... They had a first bite of the cherry last weekend at home to Bradford. Really messed it up, losing 4-1. They got a second chance and they really need to take this one. And again, needs must against a, a team who you would would be up there in one of the teams you'd pick to play, I think. Probably in your top five or six. Um, so yeah, I think Sutton, I'm backing to get the job done. I Don't told you. Down again. She's no good for you, but you keep running back. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with One you. One of mate. them, yeah, let us down again. Oh, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. Like they've got to win. Harrogate nowhere near as dangerous as Bradford can be. Um, you know, despite there's only being four positions between them. Yeah, I am. I'm with you, but I am scarred. I think it's fair to say. Um, <laughs> wacky, wacky scenario in League Two. Tom, did you know that Swindon, who occupies seventh, could 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 technically get automatic promotion? There would have to be say, yeah. a hell of a lot of stuff to go their way. They'd need the sixth, fifth, fourth, and third to not win. And Swindon would have to win um by one nil. As long as they win one nil, they would make automatic promotion. Probably they're looking over their shoulder a bit more at Sutton and Tranmere, who were looking at that last spot um, in terms of the playoffs. But they're playing against a Walsall team who just feel ready for the summer, really. Uh, Mike Flynn came in, didn't he? And uh, he had a good kind of first impression. I certainly remember that win away at Forest Green. Um, but yeah, they feel like they're just ready for the summer. Win one, lose one, lost one etc. And yes, Swindon coming in off the back of this. Four wins in their last five. Three in a row. That includes wins against Barrow, Forest Green and away at Hartlepool, which has been a traditionally tough place to go this season. And back in Swindon to get the job done. Uh, they are priced at 1.85. I think that's a good price, that. As we said, um, Tom, somebody in this top nine has to lose. Not everyone is going to win. Um, hopefully Swindon aren't the ones to let us down but we'll see 1.85 do you know what I, I completely take what you say I don't want to poo-poo that I <laughs> I think Swindon might falter here oh bloody hell really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think Walsall's home record is good it is good it's underappreciated good they've won six of our seven at home um, yeah sure I, I know I, I know they, they are handy vale. they've beaten Sutton Port Vale Tranmere that's in that run. So they've they've beaten some handy teams. And we're okay and we're okay ignoring the fact they've lost to Crawley, Rochdale, and Drew with Colchester. Right? We're good with that. Yeah, that's away. <laughs> it's still results <laughs> though. It's still results. I uh I, I I think this is a tricky one. This is a tricky one for, for Swindon. Ooh. Okay, I think they get the job done. And they see your automatic promotion. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> imagine, imagine it would be you amazing though. You could have a fantastic hacker, couldn't you? If, if everything, <laughs> yeah. for everything to happen, 
in order for Swindon to get promoted. I'll tell you what, if I was was a Swindon fan, I would would have that on, I think, if I was a Swindon fan. Just a couple of quid, two quid on it, whatever. Yeah, Um, brilliant. Uh, Anything else for you that you want to cover? No, no, no. Uh, Time to briefly, very briefly, talk about the playoffs and what we're going to be doing. So... Yeah, really exciting time in the EFL, best part of the season. Um, unless you're involved in it, like me and Tom, and it's, it feels very different now. Uh, I, Me and Tom were talking. The playoffs are at an awkward time for someone who, who do a weekly podcast. So what we're going to do, we're going to be doing a game-by-game tip, courtesy of Matchbook, taking a price from there, and we're going to be putting it out on Twitter exclusively. T underscore FB podcast. You will also be getting in the next couple of days and we'll try to do it as soon as we can because I know they've just started. We're going to try and pick out who we think is going to win each division's playoffs as well. Uh, And we'll get you those prices and matchbook and a little blurb about why that's going to happen. So it's just kind of hard to do the playoffs justice on the pod. So please head over to Twitter T underscore FB podcast and let's also Tom revisit last week's treble in a little bit more detail as we mentioned Sutton were the ones to let us down uh, which was very disappointing because it was in like time order and we had Wickham and Bolton up with score wins and it was all resting on Sutton the biggest game arguably in their history maybe and they buggered it. 4-1 as well. They got absolutely battered. Wasn't even close, was it? No. It wasn't even close. Very disappointing. Lots of people tweeting us saying, right, job, you know, leg one and two are in, on to Sutton, let's go. And then, yeah, they failed to uh, to make it happen for us. But new week, new opportunity. Yep, absolutely. So, once again, this treble is pre-made on the Matchbook website. And it is industry best priced. Um, it's 4.1, the treble we've got this weekend. And it is Crystal Palace to beat Watford at home in the Premier League. Luton to beat Reading at home in the Championship. And Bristol Rovers to be winning at half-time and full-time at home in their game against Scunthorpe in League Two. Um, yeah, 4.1 is the price. Industry best. For example, Bet365, the same treble is 3.9, Skybet's 3.2, BetVictor 3.66, uh, Betfair, Betfair 2.38, that doesn't look quite right, but yeah, <laughs> either way, Matchbook is the industry best price. If something beats Matchbook, they'll reboost it so it does beat whatever beats it. Yeah, and if you're a bit nervous about trying to find the Bristol Rovers half-time, full-time market, Maybe that's not something you've dabbled in before. No fear. Uh, Matchbook have pre-built the treble and it's just a one click. So you just need to head to the website and type in their search bar podcast and it will come up TFB podcast treble. So then you head on down and it's all there already pre-built. You just click on and then you can back whatever uh, stake you want to back. So yeah, nice and easy matchbook, make it a, a very smooth experience. Yep, they do. Um, let's have a quick look at fantasy football, shall we? Run through the top 10 oh, before yeah. we finish. So we've got, what, about 
three games, four games or so left in this. Um, it's not going particularly well again for me, but the top 10 in, in 10 to first order, uh, Alpha, M9K, Charlie Donnelly, Tom Arnold, David Brown, Chris Hindle, Nathan Brunskill, Vincent Rayner, Chantal Cruikshanks, Oliver Hogburn, and still top of the table is Kaspar's Grava. Um, it's going to be very tight this year because Kaspar's is topped by just nine points. So, yeah, extremely tight and competitive at the top. Yeah, and if you've got a fancy football team and you want to join probably for next season, if you want to get it over and done with now, you'll automatically be in our league next year. Just tweet us for the league code TFBT underscore. Sorry, don't forget that underscore. T underscore FB podcast. And again, just to reiterate, that's where you'll be able to keep up with playoff tips. Yeah, joining the fun on socials. Tom does a great job of putting out lots of good content there. Um, and yeah, if you have enjoyed the show, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts or just tell a mate about it. That'd be good as well. Yeah, appreciate it. Good luck this weekend. Yeah, cheers, guys. Bye bye.